This is a GK Media Podcast. Hello, hope you're having a great week and thank you for joining me for another short bonus episode of Business Bites. If you're listening to the podcast on the day it has been released, a very happy St. Patrick's Day to you. For this episode, we're going back to April 2020 when I spoke to Kenny Deary, the CEO of Galway Chamber. This was one of the first episodes of Gary Talks, which back then I was recording remotely when I had decided four weeks prior to chatting to Kenny that I was starting a podcast to simply keep me sane and active during the start of a pandemic, which really at the time we had no idea how long it was going to go on for. But having people like Kenny and the Galway Chamber to reach out to at the time was really important. They were constantly updating and advising members on what was happening, what they should do and what supports were out there. At the same time, they were running various helpful online workshops and nearly acting like a Samaritans group, taking numerous phone calls on a daily basis from worried business owners seeking reassurance and support. Apart from all that, they were lobbying for action, transparent communication and positive progress from the Irish government. Kenny is one of the most intelligent, supportive and open-minded people that I know. In this extract from that episode, we go back to the first month of COVID when remote working started to become the norm and Zoom started becoming a household name. Back then, everything was changing, changing quickly, and how much of it was going to be embraced after the pandemic was one of the big questions. We know now how hybrid work was implemented by some companies. Others went completely remote, whilst others are demanding workers to return to the workplace. It may not be the beautiful, advanced outcome we expected. We may have returned to some of our bad habits since the pandemic, but it's certainly interesting to listen back on what we were thinking back then. It's interesting, Paddy McDermott, who's a a member of Chamber, released a piece on LinkedIn this morning, and it's a small piece talking about change and embracing change, and that there is a very real risk that we could return to normal quickly after this. But then the conversation moved to, well, what was normal and did we really, really want and enjoy normal? And did normal mean that you were getting up at six in the morning to drop kids potentially to a crash or to another family member to sit in traffic for an hour to get into a location to park to then get to work and where the best of your energy has nearly already been expelled throughout the day? We all as businesses and as business leaders have a role to embrace the bits of the learnings over these few weeks and continue with the good bits. I know some employers tell me that they know more about what their teams are doing now than they ever did before because they're having daily Zoom calls and they're able to get an update from each member of the team, which is really rich because everyone has the same size box and everyone has to contribute into the meetings, whereby in the traditional office environment that just wouldn't happen. It would be one key person who would be giving you feedback on particular issues and you'd be darting out the door because you were racing to a meeting, whereby now you know you, you have the quality time to spend with each of your team. So I think there is a richness from this time that certainly has to be brought forward, but also there's nothing better 
than sitting around a table and as a team coming together and talking, collaborating, brainstorming. I think it's a bit of both, really. And I remember in my in my previous life in AIB, we had just moved to this way in, in terms of the head office, had just moved to this way of doing business where they'd moved out to a new building in Leopardstown. And rather than needing 100% of the space that they felt they'd need for the numbers of staff, they just built a building on the basis of 70% of the space so that it would be efficient, it would be agile, and people, different teams selected one or two core days a week that they would need to be in. Apart from that, they worked remotely. And while there was an initial discomfort around it, it works brilliantly now and people love the opportunity to be able to work remotely, be creative, dial in where they need but yet come together. And I think it's a blended option of the work that the likes of Tracy Kyo and many have been doing in Grow Remote, that even if you have some companies in Galway who have teams traveling in, and I remember one event that I was at with Uzeras Nagelthakta, it was focusing on the GTEC out in Carraro. And I, I think that Sean O'Donnell out there had charted that there were about 220 people traveling in from uh, the Carraro area each day into Galway. And some of those were all working in the one company. Some were scattered around. And the whole idea that if pockets of those people could be scattered to different co-working spaces in the Gaeltacht or on the periphery of the city, the impact it would have on their lives and indeed their, their families as well. I think some people have this notion that someone's not working if they're not physically present in front of you and you can't see them beavering away on their computer. What many of those employers don't realize, and there's data and a good bit of data behind those, is many of those staff that you think are working away on your report or whatever else may be doing online shopping, maybe messaging and emailing friends, and the productivity isn't what you think it is just because you see them physically there. I think the research is already there and well produced by many of the tech companies that says that if you empower your staff, you trust your staff, and you give them the workload that you want them to do, and you trust them to do it in an environment that's suitable for them, they'll not only do it, they'll do it better, they'll do it quicker, and they'll give a lot more. And I think if you look at the roles, the likes of the Googles of this world, now I know if you're talking to a very traditional employer and you start talking about Google, they may flick their eyes to heaven and say that fellow's lost the plot. But these are big companies that pay considerable salaries to staff. And I think if they're in a position to trust that that staff member, Johnny or Mary at home, I'm trusting them to do what it is that I'm asking them to do. And I know because this is proven, they've come back, they've given not just what I wanted, they've done it better, they've done it more creatively. And I see it even, Gary, with my own team now in Chamber. We've had to move to a very agile way of doing things. And Good Friday last week was a day that typically the office would be closed. And yet my team and I were together in calls twice through the day, trying to get some comms out that were really important and we felt was important to membership over the weekend. If it was a different working environment, you know, people would have clocked off and left on a Thursday evening. And I'm not saying that we wouldn't have done stuff on Friday, but we wouldn't have had the ability to use the likes of Zoom to get what we did done on a good Friday. So I think we just have to have trust in our teams, empower people, and you'll be very surprised by the richness that comes back. I think one of the, the key things on this is if you give people hope, you give them the ammunition and the, the tools that they need to upskill and learn as much as they can during this time and also gain that sense of perspective that yes this is this is crap but as you say it's crap for everyone then they're in a far better position straight away because when the jobs market reopens and it will 
Like at the moment, there are companies in Galway still recruiting and looking for staff. Granted, they're in certain specialisms and technical areas and in the data space, etc. But that gives me hope in terms that there will be a normalisation and people will be taking on staff. It'll be important for those who are now displaced to be able to say, well, actually, in that time of lockdown, when I had two months where I was unemployed, these are the things I did. I went on and I retrained in Excel. I retrained in public speaking. I did webinars. I did something progressive. I volunteered. Um, I did whatever it is I could do to try and keep my mind alert and refresh myself. I think that's what's going to be able to differentiate between those who will bounce well out of this and who will struggle coming out of this. It's that whole notion now of keep your mind active, absorb as much information as you can, keep a sense of perspective, this will pass. And I think for many, particularly those displaced and those disadvantaged employees who are highly skilled and have years of experience, there is that challenge that after this, that experience may not be needed as much as it was. So you need to reinvent yourself. And that goes for me and for everybody else as well. We're not sure where all this is going to to lead us in six months time. There was a time a month ago when I had never used Zoom in my life or did a webinar or delivered a webinar. And we're now at a point where I'm happy out sharing slides and breaking out people into different teams and online meetings, Uh, still nervously doing so, but doing so. And I think uh, going back to the piece I mentioned earlier about Paddy McDermott's article, you know, there will be some people during this time who will have driven change. There will be some who will have observed the change and there will be some who will have said, oh, what happened there? And the challenge for everyone, I think, is just to make sure that you're in the pot where you're either observing it and understanding it, or you're able to influence and drive it. And that's for yourself as well as your business. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Business Bites. And thanks to everyone who has been supporting the show. I've loved all the comments, all the messages I've gotten from people over the past few months, from people all over the world. So thank you to everyone who listens to the Gary Talks podcast and please do keep in touch and if you don't follow Gary Talks on Instagram, LinkedIn or TikTok please do I love to hear from people who listen to the show what their thoughts are maybe suggestions of who should come on the show and maybe content that they would like us to explore further have a great week and I'll talk to you again next Wednesday for another in-depth interview take care Music